Welcome back, episode three of the Hockey House Podcast. I'm Murph, joined alongside Glick and Fitz, bringing you episode three featuring South Carolina's own Ben Smith. We had an awesome interview with him, just wrapped it up. I think you guys are going to really like this one. He was quite the personality. What did you guys think? You guys saw a lot of TikTok, and he just, I mean, I wasn't expecting him to be as big as he did, and he's got over 600,000 likes, so... Put us to shame. Put all of us to shame on TikTok. Yeah. Great interview. Just a, uh, again, a, another great guy to have on the podcast. Um, hope, you know, just a funny guy. And uh, he's, he's all about, you know, giving back to the uh, South Carolina community. So I thought it was a really good interview. He'll, he'll get into it, but he he's taking uh, kind of like a gap year right now. He runs – not only Barstool Gamecocks, but he runs Cock Hockey, all their social. Um, and like you said, he's quite the personality on TikTok. It's a pretty, pretty awesome interview. We will uh, send it over to, to Ben. He, he'll give you the inside scoop on not only what it's like playing club hockey in the South, but he also got into a little bit about how they left the ACHA. So stay tuned. We've got Ben Smith coming up. The Hockey House Podcast is presented by Selly Hockey Co. The Selly Hockey Store is now open. Head over to sellyhockeyco.com for the latest in hockey lifestyle apparel. Their Bring Back the Whale shirt is the newest addition to the store, and it comes in both navy and green, a fitting tribute to one of old-time hockey's favorite teams. Ladies and gentlemen, we're pleased to welcome from the South Carolina Gamecocks, Ben Smith. What's going on, folks? How are you Ben? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Big fan of the pod. Big fan of the Instagram account. Yeah, we're we're ready. You're uh, last week. Ford was the guinea pig, and you know I had I have the relationship with Ford here, and now complete stranger on the podcast. Now, yeah, we're just going in raw. You guys didn't even buy me dinner first. So you just said, "Hey, let's go watch a movie in my room," <laughs> or, or a debate. We could watch a debate. That'd be a nice date. Yeah, geez, that'd be get pretty heated, pretty fast. So uh, for those of you who, who don't know, you obviously you mentioned you, you play for South Carolina. Can you just tell us a little bit about your hockey career and how you, you're from Massachusetts, right? Yeah. So All I right, grew so. up in a, a small town, Situate, Mass. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, played youth hockey there my whole life. Played high school, public school. Um, and then I was looking at colleges. I wanted to go somewhere warm. I hate the cold. Just uh, waking up every morning with a negative six degree wind chill was just not for me. So. I was looking at schools down south, uh, looking at South Carolina, looked at Auburn, uh, looked at Georgia, looked at Florida. And, you know, where I, I made sure to look for uh, club hockey teams. So when I came down here, I ended up at South Carolina, found out they had a team and came out to play and just found out that it was a bunch of guys like me from the north who came down to enjoy the weather and the football and just, you know, wanted to keep living the dream. A lot of kids from New York, a lot of kids from Massachusetts, New Jersey. It's a good group of guys. Yeah, I think that that's like the biggest takeaway from club hockey is that you can go to these crazy environments, especially in the Southeast, but like these big time football and basketball schools that don't necessarily have hockey teams, but all guys who played high school hockey that, you know, still love the game. Yeah, it's the same guys everywhere. It's, it's incredible to see. Yeah. So uh, you were just explaining to us, but what, what's your current role with the team right now? Um, I'm taking a few semesters off at the moment. So I am uh, the, what's it called? content creator content strategist i'm not really sure how to do it but um i run all the twitter the instagram um we have a, a crew of videographers and photographers that do work for us during our games so 
Um, I work with them. I do post-production stuff, putting together videos and completions, um, all types of stuff. So that's what I do now. Um, I mean, I play, we're playing, we have the USHL, which is our USCHL, which is our, uh, our little men's league while we have Corona going. So I'm playing in that, but I'm not an active rostered member at the moment. Is that like an intramural league right now? Yeah. It's basically, it's like not through the school, it's through the rink. So it's like really a beer league, but oh, that's it's sick. like, it's intramural. It's all guys that go here. Yeah, I was looking at your, uh, your graphic design portfolio. You got some nice work in there. It's pretty Thank sick. you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Been chefing up. We needed it last year. When I took over the, uh, the Twitter account. We just didn't have a goalie uh, come to tryouts. And so my coach was like, yo, we got to put something up on Twitter to like uh, recruit a goalie. And I was like, fuck, I got to make a flyer. Like, how do I do this? And I just, you know, downloaded Photoshop and just got to work. And then and I kind of fell in love with it and I've been just grinding it out ever since. Really? So you're new, fairly new to Photoshop. Yeah, but it's been about uh, uh, two years going into it. Then I've done Photoshop and I get, I've gotten more into video stuff like the After Effects and uh, Premiere, which is, you know, a lot more tedious, but it's rewarding fun i like it also like one of the be- the key components of club hockey is like the the players run the team mm-hmm. oh yeah but I- i'm like you like i like designing like the social media stuff for mm-hmm. here at cuse and um and for the hockey house pod yeah 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 and those graphics um fantastic yeah thanks. They remind me a lot of the chicklets graphics when i saw that you guys had the uh the video, but it was perfect. It was That's what, uh, my, my sister sent me that. She goes, this literally looks like it came from spitting chiclets and, and we're not going to try to copy them too much, but that, that is the goal here. We just want to be, no. the, we want to be the, uh, the minor league team for spitting chiclets. The, the guys who will never perfect. ever make it onto spitting chiclets. They're uh, the farm the, team. It'll be, a, it'll be a feeder system. Exactly. Yeah. Our favorite question on this podcast is, uh, what was your welcome to the ACHA moment? You're a kid from Massachusetts. You go down to South Carolina. You're all of a sudden playing club hockey in the Southeast. What was your moment where you're like, wow, this is, this is club hockey? Um, I think it was my first game at Clemson. Um, you guys, I don't know if any of you have been down to uh, Greenville, South Carolina, but it is the middle I've of nowhere. There. Ridiculously it, hot. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's like – it's an hour and a half from our campus, so it's like, but it's like 45 minutes on the highway, then 45 minutes in back roads. It's disgusting. And uh, it's this rink, and it is like the shittiest rink you'll ever see. Like, no locker rooms. They just have plywood like behind the boards in the corners to kind of like mark it off. Like the roof over the bench, you can hit your head. Like the neutral zone is like maybe 15 yards. It's like the smallest rink ever. And I was like, it, where the it, fuck am I, bro? Like, what am I doing? Yeah. It's very simple, but it was just like, like, right. Like I'm, I'm a tall guy, but it was like right on my head. Like you would have stand, like kind of lean over the bench a little bit. So you, you could like stand up. It was crazy. So that was, that was my first one where I was like, damn, this is like, this is club hockey. Like, this is just, this is where, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like the Clemson, it's like an hour from their rink or their uh, campus. So they drive an hour to practice there. And it's just like, there's a, there was like a men's soccer league, like a futsal league going on on the other side of the uh, the complex. Just real quickly about Greenville, that is the hottest place I've ever been to. I literally just start sweating right when I got out there. So I can only imagine how bad that ice was or is all the time. It gets in the summer. It's like so hot down here. Yeah. Like when I came down for orientation when I was a freshman, it was in like the middle of July. Mm-hmm. It was like 95 degrees and 95% humidity. And it's like you open the door and you feel like you're walking into like a fish tank. It's like the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> And like, they don't know really a lot about hockey down here. So like you go up North and there's like, there's a door to the rink and there's like 
the door to the lobby and then there's like a door to the actual rink and it's like there's none of that so like everything's fogged up like when we have tryouts in like the last weeks of august like there's fog on the ice and we just like buzz a couple laps to lift it up and then we're like all right now we can play regular hockey we'll uh we'll stay on the uh the clemson track there how how big is the uh the rivalry between uh south carolina and clemson i know i was looking through some of the uh the stats it said that you guys won the third straight Paul Meadow. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah. So Paul Meadow Cup. Yeah. Is that uh yeah, so I'll talk about the rivalry with Clemson. Oh, it's like I can't even describe it. Like I grew up, you know, Boston, I'm a Red Sox fan. I hate the Yankees, like I hate the Canadians, I hate the Lakers, like I hate all these teams, but there's something about the hate for Clemson that I have in my heart. Like the color the location, the campus, just the people, everything about it just like pisses me off and makes me angry. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't have that hate for anything really at all until I got here. And so those games were just bloodbaths. I mean, we're like, we're better than them. We beat the bag out of them every single time, but they come to play. Like they find ways to get goals. Like they're a gritty team and they like to hit. So, I mean, whether we're playing like at our place on Friday night at like nine o'clock in front of 800 people, or if we're up there in Greenville with like, yeah, we played at Bon Secours Wellness Center, which is yeah, uh, yeah. the Swamp Rabbits. They're, I, think, I don't know if they're an ECHL or SPHL team. but Yeah, ECHL. Um, yeah, we had a um, – that was a charity game. Like, we played them for the Palmetto Cup, like, the last week of February at our place. Beat them, like, 7-1. to one. And then the next week we were playing them after a Swamp Rabbits game or before a Swamp Rabbits game, like, for charity. Like, it was, like, ticket proceeds go to, like, some – one of their, like uh, – charities that they had set up so it was like just a will-to-do game and then uh and then you know we just don't like each other and there was a a tough hit Uh, it was a tough angle guy went into the boards weird and then i mean you guys have probably seen the video there was ensuing melee uh they had like the guys in the rink on the uh speakers had like the uh the boxing like ding 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 went off it was (laughs) like we got a guy who does our broadcast his name's dylan clark he's a He's a senior here and he's just, he's electric on the mic and he's just like, a game for charity turned out to an all out war now by the, oh, it's an electric clip. And like, I saw it happening. Like I'm sitting on the bench and I was like, oh my God, we got to get that video. So as soon as we get on the bus, like I asked Dylan, I'm like, is that up yet? So I downloaded the whole thing off YouTube, clipped it, uh, put it on our socials and then, you know, let, let the internet take it from there. Because I first, I first saw the blog. I can't, I don't know who wrote it, but somebody on Barstool, yeah, it was Cornelli. The best I, I watched it the other day in preparation for this. And the best is you can see like the Swamp Rabbits players are in the Zamboni door at the time, mm-hmm. like taping their sticks, and they are laughing so they hard. They love it. Yeah. And you're and you're exactly right. The PA system had the wrestling bell ready mm-hmm. to go. Cause there was like kind of a scrap earlier in the game. Yeah, all the scrap like we had gotten into it like every time we play them, there's like three or four fights like that, like legit brawls. It's, it's so much fun. And the refs, like, yanking one guy, like, throws him off the pile. It was, was the funniest say, a, thing ever. A Clemson guy definitely got ragdolled in that. Yeah. By oh, the yeah. ref. Oh, yeah. It was it was so funny. Like, it was it was great. And we lost the game in a shootout <clears throat> after oh. beating them a few weeks earlier. So then all the Clemson fans were hopping in our, our comments being like, well, it was the final score. Like, you guys don't know. Obviously don't know what the <laughs> hell you're talking about. So um, how is the environment, like, at home? in South Carolina because I've seen some videos and clips on like Instagram and stuff and it looks so absolutely electric oh it's oh my god it's it's fantastic they like they've accepted us so much they don't they don't get it entirely all the rules of the game 
but they have the spirit. They love the fights. They love the hits. They love the goals. So, I mean, we run a, it's a student run. Like you guys know it's club hockey. Like it's, it's just the most beautiful thing ever. So like we got, it's just like my buddies, one of the kids does like the PA system. So he's in the, he's in the booth, like spinning shit. Got like Roddy Rich between whistles. Like everybody's thumping. Like we got all the cameras running around. We got people behind the, the Plex, the rink that we uh, play at. They sell dollar fifty bush lights during our games. So kids are just like hammered. They're making beer towers. Like I've had beers dumped on me. It's like, it's a madhouse. So it's like the WWE out there. We're just like looking to put on a show and uh, they come out in force. I mean, the rivalry is just still there. Like whether we're playing, you know, Georgia, Florida, Clemson, no matter what sport it is, like they want to see us beat some ass and like we suck at football. Uh, so they come out and see us beat the brakes out of Florida. And, you know, Georgia's a pretty good team. So we have a pretty good rivalry with them. But uh, when they came to town, it was like we had like 800, 900 people in to see us. How far is the uh, the Plex from campus? Uh, it's about a 15-minute drive. It's not too bad. Not bad, yeah. Which is crazy because there's only three rinks in the entire state of South Carolina. So we got lucky. Wow. How do students usually get there? Um, we, in years past, you just dr- drive yourself, get in the Uber, get somebody to drive you. But last year, we, uh, we, were, we were able to organize a shuttle to get 50 kids to and from. Oh, but nice. what usually happens is they end up running out of parking. They don't really they let everybody in. Well, actually the fire marshal got involved uh, last year because we were having some capacity issues because like it's a hockey rink, you know, and like they had never had that many people in there. So they came and they're like, set the, uh, set the capacity at like whatever, 600 people. And we were like, well, that's like ridiculously low. Like our records, like 900. So for the Clemson game, like he was there, like they were doing like one in one out to do the thing. And uh, like I'm back by the Zamboni door, like opening shit, like letting like 20 people in at a time. <laughs> Like trying to get it in. Like he comes, he, like he's in the PA box, like trying to like get us to like make an announcement. People have to leave. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like this is a club hockey game. Like when was the last time there was a fire at an ice rink? Like we'll be fine. Like relax. But it's it's a madhouse. They love it. We call the third period the blackout period because it's just like everybody's so drunk. <laughs> the best is uh, the clip of the kid on Clemson. Oh, trying to break it. Yeah, those they're deceptively hard to break. It's like I've I've played there like three four years now and i try to break them it's like they put them down low on the glass and you just can't move it it's like he made a mistake trying to go for it especially there and he fell too yeah <laughs> he scored he had like just scored a goal to like make it like five to four or whatever it was so he was like riding high like he just could have like flipped him off or like just like ovied it but like nope he just fell ate shit it was it was embarrassing for sure for that kid other than i mean you guys obviously get 800 people a game but what other place is fun to play at George is a good place to play at. They um they have an interesting setup. They play like it's legit a ballroom. Like if you Google it, like UGA Ice Dogs rank, like it's in a ballroom. They like have ice that pulls out. They have stands that come down. It's like a five thousand people like little arena there, but it's in a ballroom. And it's like you get dressed in like a hotel like side shit where you'd play mini hockey when you were a kid. Like you, it's one of the weirdest places you'll ever play in my life. I've played in my life, but like it's electric like they have the the lights going they have this like projector like it's pretty it's the closest thing like you can get in the acha to playing in like a real you know packed barn but that place was definitely a lot of fun but i've played in some real shitbox rinks down here too do any teams play at like the same rinks because there's not that many um i would think down in florida there's probably a couple but around here um i guess unc wilmington 
there's only three rinks in South Carolina, so um, only thing is we play. We have a team, College of Charleston as a team. They play in Charleston. Clemson plays in Greenville. And then uh, Coastal drives up to North Carolina to play just because they're Wilmington. The rink in Wilmington is closer than the one in Charleston for them. So, gotcha. Um, not really. We we've been looking. We hear that you're on TikTok. We were uh, <laughs> we were scrounging the TikTok today looking for your profile. We couldn't find it. Couldn't find Idiot Mountain. That's nah, because I named it. Like I, I hide it from my mom, so like, I gotta hide it from you guys too. Like, uh, no, it's on there. It's 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 nonsense. I'm a, I'm a pretty big shithead, you know. Like I I have a lot of dumb shit that pops into my head. Uh, I was big and divine back in the day. So when TikTok came out, I made sure to to hop on it. But it's just pure nonsense. It, it really is. But you know, you get lucky sometimes. I was gonna say, any breakthroughs? Uh, yeah, I've had a couple one. I had one that was making fun of Alabama kids go for like three and a half million. Um, oh, wow. I had one last week that went for like 400,000 on my personal account and then call her daddy reposted on theirs for like 600. Um, no way. It's just like, it's not like TikTok's a weird app, you know, it's like the algorithms, like I'm, I, whatever I do, whether it's like Twitter whether it's cock hockey stuff, whether it's TikTok, I'm just throwing it all at the wall. I'm going to see what sticks and some stuff gets picked up. If it sucks, delete it. Like who cares? So I take treat TikTok the same way where it's like, I'm doing something dumb. I'm like, well, I'll make a quick TikTok, see how it does. And you know, yeah, you only need one to blow up. Exactly. Yeah. And slowly but surely, you know, you grow. Like, I think I got about 2,500 followers on there now. Like I don't even, I don't know who the hell these people are. They just follow me and it's, it doesn't make any sense. The other day, I filmed myself rollerblading to the WAP remix, and it was like I probably should have posted this just for my friends, not for the real world to see. It's at nine hundred likes. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? And like, we, we've talked about this before. Kids in the comment section on TikTok will like chirp you for the dumbest things. Yo, like, yeah, I I posted one like yesterday morning. So you guys are familiar with the college table that everybody has in their house with like yeah. the beer cans and the, yeah. and the ashtrays and the whatever takeout containers that they're sitting around. So we have one of those in our house. And uh, I put my phone up to do a time-lapse video myself, just like clean it up. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'll post it on TikTok, you know. And like in the comments, kids are like, that house is so gross. I'm like, I'm cleaning up. Like, why are you nitpicking me, dude? It's like so clearly like just a joke. It's TikTok. And the guy's like, wow, that, like, that couch has seen better days. I'm like, it has seen better days, dude. We got it at Goodwill for like $4. Like, I hope so. I'll post a video of from like, pictures of me playing hockey or videos and i'll get chirped for wearing a fishbowl by kids wearing stock cages in the comments <laughs> yeah they don't know man yeah. it's crazy but then but then i post a video of me rollerblading in like five inch seam shorts to the wop remix and nobody chirps that should be the video <laughs> that i get chirped in. yeah it just goes to a different part of tiktok i guess yeah. it's like you get chirped on real hockey player tiktok but if you end up on puck bunny tiktok then oh, you'll that be fine <laughs> Speaking of Puck Bunny TikTok, like when you guys repost, when you guys put up that Instagram story, I got like seven followers, all rockets. Like, oh my God, I was like sitting here like, holy shit, bro, look at this girl. They love it. And like, we've got a decent amount of um, like female club hockey players that follow the account and like, we appreciate them. But like the girls that are on these college campuses just looking for more club hockey players. Like, yeah, man, that's the SEC thing. They love it down here. And then like, they don't know what it is. They like the fights. They like the violence. They like, like, They've seen Miracle. They know who Jack O'Callaghan is. Like, I have long hair too. It's like, she's playing, like, baby. Exactly. That's all it is. So, like, we come out, we get in a couple fights, you know, come back, have a party at the hockey house. You know, it's, it's a dream come true. I don't know. Like, 
you just kind of leave out the fact that it's club hockey. Like, yeah, we have a hockey team. Yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah, we're on the we're on the only hockey team at USC. It's like there's not a part. Like we have a lacrosse team. They won a natty for the uh, for their club championship a couple of years ago, and like they do the same shit as us. Like we're boys with them. Like it's just like they have sick knows. unis too. Oh my god, they're so sick. USC, they look good. Yeah, oh yeah, they have. It's like all kids at this school basically are from like New Jersey or Maryland. It's like. So all those lacrosse kids come down here and they're just like, let's keep playing. What do you guys have for apparel? Um, we got these, not, a month, not much. We do a couple like, uh, we get the classic Bauer sweatsuits, you know, classic road gear. Here. Um, we got these Bauer warm-up tees. We got some Bauer shorts. We got backpacks. Um, and then we do like, we sell shit during the year. Like we got buttons. Um, we do some shirts um we got like neck gaiters masks shit like that um that's something that i'll design it's weird we just started doing it like we our club like wasn't it was like actually just like a club team like guys get together and play like a couple times like once or twice a week for like basically up until like 2012 like that's what it was and then they kind of started playing other teams like so we've grown a lot in the last like 10 years and then even more so in the last three or four years um, so we're just kind of getting to the point now where we can have a big following on social media, where we can sell things that people actually want to buy them just because like for years and years and years, it was like, Oh, we have a hockey team. Like nobody knows, but you know, we're trying to turn that around and people in the community more so than anything have, have come out of the woodwork and the local Columbia Colombian Gamecock fans, uh, have been our biggest, you know, supporters. I think that's, that's key too. And the whole club hockey thing is how you frame it. Mm-hmm. And I think teams with the good social media, like, like not to pump your tires, but like you guys have a you great can pump social- my tires all day, man. It's fine. You guys have a great <laughs> social media. So like if I'm up here in Syracuse, New York, and I'm seeing this video of 800 people at the Plex going nuts with yeah. bush lights on the glass, like I'm like, why didn't I look at South Carolina to go yeah. play club hockey? That looks like, like a lot of fun. It's like recruiting. It's like, it's weird. Cause it's like, I mean, we play against Georgia. They like post recruiting graphics to the funniest. We just make fun of them. We're like, "What are you guys recruiting?" I would for? actually, I would actually love to get into this topic because one of the questions for last week's podcast was a kid from Virginia Tech, and he wanted our opinions on recruiting graphics. So why don't you you go ahead with the you chirp guys? Well, no, I mean, well, Georgia like posts them like our coaches are headed up to Boston to go recruit. And I'm like, I comment, I'm like, why the fuck are you? It's club hockey. Relax. Like, what are you guys recruiting for? Like, nobody, you guys don't have scholarships. You're a D3. We play, we know you guys don't, you, it's the dumbest thing in the world. And I'm like, so that's why I chirp them. I'm a big fan of recruiting graphics. Tennessee, they have like, they, they do a lot of like motion graphics, some really good shit. We were looking at their shit today. Um, they were doing like signing day stuff. And I'm like, what's signing day? It's it's fucking Tuesday. Like, what? Do you, who's signing today? Like, I don't think early admission has even started yet at UT. Like, I don't know who's signing, but I I love it. I think it's hilarious because it's like it's club hockey. You know, it's just jokes. But it's like what we try to do is like nobody outside of people in the club hockey community like know how big of a joke it is. They're just like, oh, it's like real hockey. So everybody else in the community like thinks that we're a legit like college team. So we just got to like put on the show, and it's like that mixed with. I'm sure you guys are familiar familiar with Danny Heatley on Twitter. It's like yep. that vibe plus like the Southern fuck Clemson vibe gives us cock hockey and it's, it's worked for us. That's awesome. And so like I decided to go to Syracuse and I posted on my Instagram, a graphic that I made myself. Yeah. 
saying like like the caption was just Cuse 23 mm-hmm. and uh all my followers are like oh my god look at this kid he's going to Syracuse to play hockey mm-hmm. then like I, I kept it on my feed because like obviously you follow people who are going to Syracuse and then they follow you and they're like oh this kid's on the hockey team look at him and um I get to campus and the minute I met the guys on the team I went back and archived it. Yeah, you're like, oh, fuck, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I do not want them seeing that because it's like, <laughs> once you, you're right, once you get yeah. into that inner circle of, you're not on the outside of club hockey, when you're on the inside of club hockey, you're like, oh, that's not cool. No, it's like, we're just fucking around, man. <laughs> that is that is not cool at all. And then, so I archived it and then it had been re, so um, my men's league team retweeted it. Perfect. And yeah. tagged Syracuse in it. And then so the Syracuse hockey official account retweeted it. <laughs> and so the players on the team before me saw it. And then it got brought up at some team event yeah. last year. And they're all chirping me because mm-hmm. like that's some hype. That's like, a hype beast move to do that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And so they 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 had like chirped me behind my back about it. Mm-hmm. But then when I brought it up, they it was all a good joke. So I think it's funny. I think to a certain extent the team. Yeah. commitment graphics are, are acceptable yeah um definitely not the you can't say signing day no i mean it's funny because yeah. it's like it, i get what we it is because like for us for me it's like a vessel to like showcase what i can do on a professional level it's like i'm capable of making these types of videos like i have unlimited access to this hockey team like how how many else how other many other teams can i go on the ice with a camera and like literally skate behind somebody like nowhere so it's like we have people like that are working on social media, doing the broadcast stuff, doing behind the scenes stuff that are like trying to get to that next level. So like, I, I understand why teams do like the signing day graphics and a lot of them do a really good job, but it like, it cracks me up sometimes. When people I, take it. So yeah, that was a, a rabbit hole. We just went down with the TikTok. Yeah, that's, yeah. There, but... I mean, TikTok, follow me, idiot mountain. Great. I mean, I don't post much ACHA or much club hockey content. Um, I got actually got to start the game cock hockey, cock, uh, cock hockey TikTok back up. I'm just Do going it. through all the videos, but yeah, I, I, I run the Syracuse account. Um, John Carroll's got a good one. They were the guys with the, the Kesha and warmups. Um, yeah. Drexel's got a good TikTok. If there's any other teams out on TikTok, you're not doing a good enough job. Cause we haven't seen you yet. Yeah. You got to follow up on <laughs> my for you page. I will follow uh, you guys. I'll follow you back. If you're on my for you page, like if I see another ACHA guy, we, we, we did get a, a question from, one of your buddies down at South Carolina, he said, would you rather be known for cock hockey, barstool Gamecocks, or your TikToks? Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, we'll, I run barstool Gamecocks as well. I'm not sure. We'll get, we'll get into that. Uh, you can talk about it now. I mean, that's, that's – I do that as well. I, I get to cross-pollinate. It's pretty sick. I get to post, like, you know, Gamecock hockey fights on barstool, and I get to tweet about our games on barstool so everybody comes. It's, it's fantastic. It's like – I'm a kid in the candy store with both the accounts. I get to just reply to myself because sometimes it's funny, but uh, I don't know. Um, I think cock hockey is what I want to be most known for just because like when I walked into Barstool, it was already like there was, it existed like that. We hadn't like whatever, 12,000 followers on Twitter. So it wasn't like I built it out of nowhere. When we took over game cock hockey, uh, Evan Hoey is the president. Uh, Charlie Miller is the, the kid that I do social media with. Um, we, kind of came in we had like 800 followers on instagram and like a thousand on twitter and so like that's somewhere where i can point to and be like this is what we grew you know where's barstool and you know i guess tiktok that came out of nowhere but tiktok's nonsense you know i don't know if that counts just a side gig yeah well i was actually when i went up to uh 
I had an interview uh, at Barstool last before coronavirus for their summer internship program. Um, and like one of the things they like asked me, I was like, what, you know, what do I need to do? Like, what do you want to see out of us? And they're like, we need more TikTok content. Like, so that's what I guess they're looking for at the next level. So that's kind of what I picked up doing over the summer and, you know, take my swing again next year. Did you, so did you interview with yeah. like, who'd you interview, I interview with, with Barstool? The, uh, the fifth year team, well, the guys who run that account, uh, there's three people um, that run that. And then Gaz, Paul Kozlowski, who's the uh, sales guy. I talked to them and then coronavirus happened. So they were like, sorry, uh, good luck. So yeah. it was, it was just kind of, we're in limbo, but we're back grinding it out, making it happen again. I, th- I think someone in your, uh, in your house asked this one, they were wondering what it's like living in the basement of the house. <laughs> uh, it's like, it's not as bad as it sounds. There are no windows, which is a, which is definitely a negative. It is like pitch black at all times of the day. Um, but it's very nice. Cause it's like soundproof, like quiet wise, like, it's like we it's five kids that live here like there's just constant shenanigans going on like to like three o'clock in the morning they'll be like people will be up doing something dumb so like if i lived on the first like the main floor like the walls are you'd be able to hear shit like the music would be loud as fuck but i can close my door in the basement and just go to sleep you know great place for me to you know study call my mom you know do the stuff that all good college boys do when when you guys have parties at the house what floor are they on the first floor the main floor so we have okay. like yeah yeah that's pretty cool it's it's uh those can that can that can be tough to live on the floor where the parties are yeah, yeah. it is oh it definitely is um we we try to keep people to the to the main corridors between like we have two living rooms so it's like one in the front one in the back so it's like we try to close all the doors and keep everybody uh in the same places but yeah i mean you know how it is people are wanderers does the basement at least have like carpeting Oh yeah, it's it, it's it's a it's a fully finished basement. I'm not exactly. I think it was like a hunting, like uh, storage room because it's these like big ass closets with shelves on them. It doesn't really make any sense, but uh, it's finished. It's not like, it's not nearly as depressing and gross as it sounds. It's just a regular. It's not like Indiana's basement. hockey house with the uh, dirt in the basement. No, oh no, it's a nice finished basement with a nice. So, all we can see is the wall behind you, but that's a good looking wall. Yeah, well, I'm not in. I'm in just. I'm just in our like. Uh, little dining room area yeah that's a nice house yeah it's all it's a beautiful house beautiful house beautiful place cock hockey house come on down anybody in the acha you're all welcome you guys got a sign yeah we do um we have um two of the banners that we would hang up above our bench like the old ones we have them both hanging up uh in the house we bring it like when we have parties outside we'll like hang it off the deck or something but it just stays in the house uh back to some hockey talk yeah any how do you guys travel on the road um what does that look like we take buses now but we have i was just started my sophomore year my freshman year we would drive everywhere basically um but now we're a coach bus team so show up throw our bags in everybody gets comfy rookies have to sit together because there's not enough seats for everybody to uh be solo and uh make it happen we go pretty far we uh we travel like with the football team, like not with them, but like the same weekend. So if they're going to play Florida, well not this year, but they're going to play Florida last year. We went down, we played, uh, we played Florida Friday. We tailgate, go to the game Saturday and then play Florida again Sunday morning and drive home. Um, so like those are the long trips we'd always have buses for, but if we're just going to like Charleston or going up to Clemson, then uh, we'll just drive ourselves. So you follow the football team schedule. 
not like exactly, but their conference games, like when Vanderbilt comes to town in football, their hockey team does as well. Like we mirror that. So like when we played, like I've been to Georgia, the games at UGA and Florida and Tennessee, just because like we've been there, we've been in Gainesville playing hockey. And then, you know, the coach and everybody, like it's just, it's, you know, club hockey. It's just like guys want to have fun. That seems like the most genius idea ever. Yeah. It's the dream. It's you play dream. Friday night, mm-hmm. you tailgate and go to the game on Saturday, and then you play Sunday. The Sunday games are tough. Like it's like a 10, 10 a.m. game. Like because the team, the away team's got to travel home, so it's like those games can be some like real stinkers of like a one-one like just snooze fest. But it's well worth it. Yeah, if you get to go to Athens and see a game in person. Oh yeah, we were in. I was in Athens last year for uh, when we beat. Um, UGA with the missed field goal. That was the best day of my life. It was, it was so much fun just to, you know, chirp people to their faces about how bad their football team is. It's just, like, I'm a Patriots fan, you know? So, like, I get to do that a lot. But it's different when your team is an underdog and you just, like, shit down somebody's throat in their home stadium. And you're like, fuck you, we're better than you. Feels that's, why, that's why we love Cam Newton, right? Oh, Who loves oh an underdog God. story? Oh, my God. I'm so happy we have Cam Newton. So happy. It's, like, hard not to be a fan of Cam Newton. Like, if you've followed his story like he's just the guy who works hard yeah he still stole a laptop okay you make mistakes whatever you know maybe he took a bag to go to auburn whatever who cares you know he didn't exactly die for the football in the super bowl but like he wants to work hard now i'm happy to have him and uh, so you get to stay in hotels on those trips um yeah we, we have a team hotel usually um there's some shitty you know like yeah. best western plus there's, there's been some real chip bags that we've stayed in, but uh, usually if you have buddies, like um, my buddy has a bunch of friends in Florida. So when we played in Florida, I just stayed with them like on campus and that UGA, the same thing happened, but Florida actually, they play like their rink is in Jacksonville and UF is in Gainesville, which is like an hour away. So um, Saturday we were in Gainesville. I slept over, um, woke up on the Lambda Chi at the Lambda Kai house using a fucking, uh, like a couch pillow as a blanket, like woke my buddy up. I was like, we have to go play hockey in like two hours. Like we got to go. Um, so we just busted across the swamp going like 90 stopped, got a couple McRiddles, uh, made it in time for the game, threw up both the McRiddles on the ice, just like disgusting. Like first, first period, just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm just like, I, I had a rough night. And then, uh, yeah, it was it's it's chaos. It just really is. Did you guys get the win on McGriddle night? Oh yeah, we did. We we secured the bag. Florida, we don't have any trouble with Florida. What's the uh the go to win song in the cock hockey locker room? Last year it was uh a song by a little indie band. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, Tame and Paul, unless I know the better. It's out on a little little indie joint that we used to play. Okay. We would get the boys get the boys buzzing. Electric Love also gets the boys feeling good. All right. And uh, do, how fired up do the boys get for Sandstorm? Oh, it's, it's legit. It's legit. We play um, right before the face-off and after we score goals. Like, that's what we have. Um, one of the kids on campus made a, a, a trap remix to Sandstorm a few years ago. And so, like, the drop hits different. It's like that instead of, like, the original one. And uh, that gets the boys and the whole crowd hopping. It's loud in there. What about the uh, – I was looking at some of the promo uh, nights you guys do, the teddy bear toss and then the uh, military appreciation night. What are those like? Yeah, so we try to get 
involved as much as we can. You know, just, we get a lot of people in the community together. We have a powerful voice. We've partnered with a couple of organizations, but uh, Teddy Bear Toss is, you know, obviously something that you see a lot of minor league teams, NHL teams doing, and we're like, wait, wait a second, we, we can do that, you know. Um, there's a hospital, Prisma Health, in, uh, in Columbia, the Children's Hospital, and it was Valentine's Day. So it was like, hey, let's spread the love. Um, bring a teddy bear. We had some, like, Beanie Baby stuff in the lobby you could buy. You can make a donation. And then after the first goal, uh, we let them fly. It was, we got some pretty good shots. Um, we had the kids come out with the shovels and pick them up. It was a pretty legit operation. And then, you know, we did the same thing with uh, the military appreciation night. We had all the proceeds donated to the VA. We had the, uh, we had some limited edition camo jerseys we had made and worn and we auctioned those off and donated those proceeds. Uh, we do stuff for uh, with Holinsky's hope for uh, mental health research. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that uh, organization, but, the, the, our starting starting quarterback, his brother killed himself. They have a foundation, so they they come out. We do a, a great things with them. All types of uh, awareness, research, just raising money. You know, to giving back as much as we can. You know, this community gives us so much. I think those important too when you're playing club hockey is to get something out of it. It's good return for you guys too because it gets more people in the seats. Not that yeah. you guys need any with the fire marshal there at the games, but yeah, we're trying to like you know turn these boys into men at a certain point, like uh, it was kind of weird coming in as an 18 year old dumbass, you know, and blacking out at a tailgate and having one of the older guys, you know, take care of me, bring me back to his apartment, make sure I like didn't die after trying to do a 16 loco on game day. And then now like I'm the fucking older guy in the hockey house, you know, being like, Holy shit, guys, clean your fucking dishes up. Like you guys live in filth. Like it's, it's, it's interesting to see how you kind of grow and change and how your roles do. And it's, you know, it's, it's important to kind of like, nudge these young men along into into a life of uh giving back so anytime we can give them opportunity to do so um we try to do it and that happens too like you play youth hockey in, in high school and the parents and the coaches take care of everything and then you get to club hockey and it's like hey coordinate the buses this weekend or yeah, it's like hey uh we have practice next week like did anybody schedule the ice and it's like oh no some, everybody forgot it's like oh shit oh somebody should have been on that you got to hold each other responsible, but it's just like we said, it's a bunch of kids, uh, guys and girls that we have on our staff now. And we're all learning, trying to get to the next level of whatever it is that we do. And we hope it's a, it's, it's a cohesive, fun work environment. You know, we just try to keep the authentic voice through everything we do. Anything we haven't touched on that you wanted to cover? We can talk about the, the CHF. So like CHF, I don't know if you're familiar that's the College Hockey Federation, I think. I've just been calling it the Fed because it's a tough name for a league. Um, so we left the ACHA. It's, it's, I don't know if it's a – I wouldn't call it a rival to the ACHA because it's, like, it's kind of regional. So the ACHA has put a lot of money into the top levels, you know, and they, we don't always see the returns down in the south. They don't really care about us too much. So I think uh, – the commissioners of the few leagues that are down here, uh, there's a Florida league. There's a couple leagues. There's SCCHC, which is what we play in, and then like an ACC or something. They got together and they're like, Hey, we can, we can make our own deal, you know, and the dues won't be as high. We won't have to pay insurance on these things to just some guys in Michigan. So I think it'll work out. I'm excited. We won't, you know, have the same uh, national competition, but everything up until that level will be the same for us because everybody who we play has left the ACHA as well. So, it's not like our schedule is going to change too much. It's cool seeing the, uh, it's cool having those like historic rivalries on the ice. Cause it's like, it's different. You know, these, these schools 
Like they hate each other. Like the people, like I, we go to Florida, we go to Georgia. Like they hate my guts. Like they're yelling shit. Like they hate me for no reason, just because I'm like a fucking kid from Massachusetts wearing a Carolina jersey. It's like it doesn't make any sense. But it's it's madness and it's mayhem and like I'm so glad I ended up here, you know, doing it because it's a beautiful place. I mean, it's 75 degrees today. It's fantastic. Coldest it'll get in the winter is like 35, and it'll snow for like a week, and it's like that's it. So I get to play hockey, hang out with my friends, you know live the dream all right well we uh we thank you for coming on awesome job um lots of the table here that um i'm sure people will love and uh appreciate you taking the time to come on and yeah, talk thank you so much guys. Cock hockey with us yeah anytime Thanks, guys man. we love appreciate you guys having me on you can uh check out cock hockey on everything at cock hockey twitter and instagram um you know it's jokes it's idiots you know we're just guys being dudes on there same as everybody else. Once again, thanks to Ben Smith for coming on the podcast. I, I don't really know what to say. It was a great interview. Didn't really expect that. Yeah, just sure. uh, another guy that we you feel like you've known your whole life, uh, even though you just, just talked to him for, you know, 30-plus minutes. Yeah. Like, that's just the beauty of club hockey. Like, you just have that, like, thing in common with someone, just that connection. You can just talk about it with anyone who's played it. None of us have experienced the Southeast quite like he has. And to talk about how most of their team is like New England, Jersey guys, and love the environment down there because if you love college football, college basketball, the SEC, you get that. And then you get to play hockey on the weekends too in front of 800 people with the fire marshal in the building. <laughs> I, I still can't believe that they, they get to go see the football games on the weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. Whoever's in charge of planning the schedule is a genius for, like, planning that. It's usually I, such a straightforward idea, too. It's like, why didn't we think of that? When he yeah. said they travel with the football team, I was like, wait, like, they take the same bus as the football team to the game? <laughs> like, what? And then he explained it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you play Friday night, you go to the game on Saturday, and then you play Sunday. And, yeah, you got to play at 10 a.m. on Sunday morning, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Well, it's funny that he brought up the the gra- the signing day graphics because that was actually a question I had prepared for us to talk about at the end of the podcast, but I mean some of these some of these ACHA signing graphics are just a little ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's a little brutal. It's always just like a terribly taken photo from like a 2012 Android and it's like, you know, like we're we're club hockey, we don't take ourselves that like too seriously. I just I'm just not a fan of them to be honest. I think there's definitely yeah. definitely somewhere in the middle we can meet on this. I think like yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. put something on social media of like your incoming freshman, I think that's fine. I yeah, and that's the thing. Like I get there, like you're saying, they're trying to promote you know the program and everything, but I think there's a uh, a fine line between promoting the program and then uh, doing that kind of a thing. Yeah, you don't because from the, like the inner circle, you're making yourself look silly. Yeah, it's just too much in my opinion. Like we're not an NCAA team; we're a club team. We're supposed to, you know, we're just here to have fun. I was just gonna say it was awesome how he, uh, how Ben was talking about how they give so give back to the community so much. Just like a little ACHA team, a club team is able to, you know, impact the community that much. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and he like at Syracuse when we do. Like we do youth hockey day and military appreciation. We do that to like, to yes, give back, but also like 
if you invite a youth hockey team to a game, that's 15 kids and their parents in the stands. It's a little more people than a normal game, but like to do that when you're already getting 600, 700, 800 fans of the game, like that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome to hear how they do that down there. Would love nothing more than to be the guy who scores for that teddy bear toss. <laughs> yeah, we, we had one on last week. Ford Hatchett's got a teddy bear toss goal in his back pocket. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I think there are not nearly as many bears as they probably had in South Carolina. That <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, speaking of fans, I, I know you guys are, are following the COVID situation very seriously. Obviously the, the ACHA and all of club hockey is uh, kind of on pause right now. Some teams are skating. Some teams are doing tryouts. Some teams have games scheduled for this semester. Um Bad news, though, for the people of Lynchburg, Virginia, um, the Liberty Flames will be limiting their capacity to a thousand fans because of COVID. I just feel so bad for them. It's just the atmosphere is just not going to be there for them. It's you know, only a thousand, only a thousand fans at the game. Um, wow. I know, right? Like, what are they going to do? They limited the uh, Indiana fans. I think we go from you know twenty-five down to ten. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm interested to see how many games get played before winter break. I don't know. Are you guys on the the schedule where you're going home after Thanksgiving? Yeah. I mean, we've been permanently home since the third week of school, so. Yeah. Is all of Temple home now? Yeah, like three weeks in, or like I think it was two weeks in, we were given uh, everyone who's on campus a 14-day quarantine. And then a week later, they were just like classes are online. If you're in a dorm, you have to be home. You know, so we just yeah. made the right call staying home. Yeah, like honestly, like I figured at some point we were going to be sent home anyway. So I'm like, I'll just move all my classes online and just not waste my money. And it honestly happened a lot earlier than I expected. So, but still, uh, still no team skates yet. Waiting on those. First ones next Monday for uh, the Indiana boys. There nice. we go. But we're, we're kind of opening it up to, uh, perspective players too so it's kind of a combination yeah nice um well that that wraps up our show for today once again thank you for tuning in our loyal followers make sure you're sharing these with your your friends family teammates coaches cats dogs mascots (laughs) ice girls managers um make sure they're following the hockey house podcast up to almost 600 followers. Uh, we'd like to see that number break the 1,000 mark sooner than later. But thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening, everyone.